Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm the founder of Our Remedy. So we know not everyone's got time to sit and read a blog, so we read some of them out to you. So this one's recovering from a laparotomy. Now, it's totally based on my own experience. I went through this and I wrote it all down as soon as I come out of the operation. So you get a really good insight to what to expect. So grab a cup of tea, pop in a few drops of CBD and relax and let's get started. So first of all, I want to point out that this is based on my experience, but it has also been medically reviewed by a doctor. So where we speak about medical terms, just know that we do have a medical review policy to make sure we're delivering the right information to you. So let's get into it. So we recently asked if you wanted to hear more about topics such as recovering from a laparotomy. I have had various surgeries now for all different conditions, so I can really speak about my experience here and how I've recovered from each type of surgery. A laparotomy is a surgical procedure involving a large incision through the abdominal wall. Surgeons use this method to gain access to organs in the abdominal cavity. Some procedures may have been done in emergency, whereas others will be planned. In this blog, I discuss recovering from laparotomy, open stomach surgery. So the guidelines do vary for, between individuals between 8 and 12 weeks. During this time, you're going to be unable to drive, you've got to avoid heavy lifting, sexual activity and swimming for at least six weeks and you will need help with everyday tasks. I wrote all of this post-op because I really struggled to find recovery stories. At the time of my surgery, my son was only 16 months old, so one of my main concerns was how much childcare I was going to need for him. I managed to get him looked after for a month, Monday to Friday, with my husband around at the weekends and evenings. So, what to pack? A light dressing gown, some slippers, some peppermint tea, now this is for the gas pains, which you get in your shoulder, and some comfy trousers that don't sit on, the stu- on your scar, so on your stomach, just above it. So I had a planned laparotomy to move borderline ovarian tumour, which is 12 by 12 centimetres, and one ovary. I went in at 7am and by 9.30am I was called into the operating room. This is the bit you need the dressing gown for. It's just your dignity. Personally, after childbirth and other invasive procedures, I didn't really feel like I had much left, so I opted to go in without one. You can also wear slippers, but I didn't bring any, so I wore my trainers. This is fine, but if you didn't want to take slippers for your hospital stay, however, I did feel a little bit silly in the trainers and the blue hospital gown. So I was told I could have an epidural to help manage the pain after my operation, but I only had about 30 minutes to decide. The thing is, I really didn't want one, but after a quick Google, it seemed a sensible way to manage the pain. So I went in and I said yes. I knew what to expect as I'd already researched it prior to labour. However, I hadn't had one. So it was okay. It wasn't my high point, but that's a separate thread altogether, really. So he did that, knocked me out and in I went. A common reason for a laparotomy is a hysterectomy. I didn't have a laparotomy for this reason, but if you're facing a hysterectomy, I have got a recovery video on this page, so it's probably worth you checking out because I documented my recovery and videoed it. So when I woke up, I was in the recovery room and I was sick pretty much straight away. I fell straight back to sleep. When I woke up again, I got wheeled into the bed on a ward. I had a catheter, as I think most laparotomy patients do have, So you don't need to worry about moving all day because that's in if you need to go to the toilet. I mainly drifted in and out of sleep all day and I was just woken regularly to do OBS and be given pain relief. So day one, 
I woke up feeling okay-ish. The nurses helped me out of bed, removed the catheter and helped me use the toilet. I managed a good wee straight away, which is something they look out for. They want you to be able to go for a wee. I slept a lot. I had regular pain relief, which was oromorph and paracetamol. I literally just took it whenever they offered. Day two, I was told I could go home if I felt ready. This did surprise me a little bit because I was told three to five days in hospital. But I did feel okay going home and I left hospital around 4pm. So I have got to admit, I did immediately miss the hospital and I regretted going home so soon. But this was partly to do with the fact that my husband actually come down with a sickness bug on his way home. So I couldn't let him back in the house. I mean, if I had got a sickness bug, it would have really, really hurt my stomach. So I locked him out of the house. I had to throw his clothes out the front door and book him a hotel. So he wasn't allowed back in. I rang my mum and she came up to help me. You honestly couldn't be on your own. I couldn't have even lifted the kettle at that point. I think in hindsight, an extra day in the hospital would have been good. But I felt bad as I know they need the bed space and I really did feel like I was okay. So on this day, I didn't take much pain relief. I got given injections to give myself at home and this is to help avoid blood clots. I also got laxative and some pain relief to take with me. Having not googled images of the scar and the incision, I was quite shocked when they took the dressing off. It was really awful and I, I really didn't know what I was expecting but... Honestly, it does go down really fast and I'm now nearly two years post-op and you can barely see mine. And I have got some pictures of my scar on this blog as well. So if you scroll right to the bottom, you'll see them. So day three, I slept okay in my own bed. I took some pain relief in the night. I stayed in bed most of the day, just getting up at intervals. It was quite sunny, so I sat in the garden for a bit. Day four, woke up after a really good sleep, only waking once around midnight for some pain relief. So that was nice. I got out of bed straight away, but it definitely does hurt. So I stayed up for about an hour and then went back to bed. Feeling quite tired and bored of being ill. Yep, after four days. So I didn't spend too much time in bed today. I stopped taking CBD just before the op, as well as my other supplements, because the doctor had suggested I do. But I started it again on day four and that's because I just wanted to have some help getting a good night's sleep so day five I'd been out of the house for a little bit and this felt okay I was still having a couple of naps and really tired we actually lost our cat um, so I ended up walking a lot more than I normally would have as I wanted to help look for him and I really would not recommend it so I'd still be saying do minimal walking on day five Um, I must have walked for two hours in total across the course of the day and I probably should have done more like 30 minutes and just so nobody's too worried, we found the cat and there's a picture of me and the cat happily in bed on this blog as well. Day six, I really felt the extra walking and I took it really, really easy this day. I walked up the road, which is honestly about four minutes for some lunch and that was it. Spent the day mainly on the sofa, had a nap, but I only had two painkillers this day just to give you an indication of how much better I was feeling even by day six. So the cut still looks the same. The staples are coming out on Tuesday. Um, I haven't lifted anything heavy. I still don't feel like I want to consider anything more than the kettle. I haven't made a meal, thank God for mums. I've had her here since I got home and it's been a huge help. And I had a cleaner start in on Tuesday. So that would have been almost a week post-op. And I would really, really recommend it because you don't want to be doing things where you're lifting or moving too much at all or twisting. So day seven felt really good today. I've managed to sleep on my sides 
and with one of the pillows popping me up and not three. So this felt really good. I love sleeping on my side. I didn't need any painkillers when I woke up, so I'm going to continue to take it easy and I'm going to update in a few days as most of the days are getting quite similar now. So day nine, I have been working, but I'm still very tired. I work from home and for myself, so I just dip in and out as and when I need to. If I had to go to an office and I had to be somewhere, I really, really don't think I would have been back by day nine. You just feel a bit tired and and quite muddled. It would have been far too early to consider going back to work. So two weeks post lipotomy now. The cut is looking really good and you can barely see it. And again, on this blog, scroll down and you'll see what it looks like. Um, You can only see the bits where the staples were. So you can see little dots and they just looks like they'll disappear. So I was really shocked at this point at how quickly it disappeared compared to what it did look like at first. Um, I started getting up, doing light chores, cooking a few meals. And I still wouldn't say I felt 100%, but maybe 80%. I still had childcare for the rest of this week, but I felt really hopeful that I'd be fine for the following week. So... I was feeling a little bit brain dead, still having a nap, maybe one to two hours every day, but trying to work in between. Some points, literally couldn't keep my eyes open. So if you get signed off work, use that time to rest because I could really tell that my body needed it. Three weeks into my lipotomy recovery. So feeling completely normal. I'm not about to go to the gym or anything, but I was told eight to 12 weeks for recovery and honestly, I'm feeling fine. I faced a lot of challenges, but nothing a good recovery plan can't fix. I'm now back to work and finally feeling the need to sleep all the time has gone. So that's amazing. No more naps in the day. So here are my top tips when you're recovering. It really hurts to laugh and cough. So be careful when you're having a drink, you know, when it goes down the wrong way in your throat. Just be really careful that that doesn't happen. And if it does happen and you need to cough or sneeze, hold a cushion against your stomach really gently when you do it so you don't push out too much. Don't hang around with funny people. It really, really hurts to laugh. You need to eat lots of fibre to help open your bowels. And I'm pretty sure I had some fibre gel drinks and lots of fruit. Really keep your fibre intake up because you do not want to get constipated. Take a really thin dressing gown to hospital. It's always hot in there. Don't take like a big, thick, wintry one. You might need some sanitary pads and some big pants. Personally, I didn't, but some people do. So take them anyway. Um, I got some new trousers and I got them in a side too big because I thought I'd want them loose. But actually what happened was they sort of sat just above, just under my belly button. What you really want is very loose trousers in your size and harem style, if you know what that is, they're ideal. Uh, Mint tea, so good for the gas pains, which are just inevitable after surgery. I've never, ever woken up and not had a gas pain. So take some mint tea bags to the hospital and then ask for hot water and you can just put them in. So what about eating after lipotomy? So when I woke up, I was sick, as I mentioned, in my recovery. So I wasn't given anything to eat for ages, and I was really, really hungry. So many people lose their appetite after surgery, but for me, it's the opposite. I'm always starving. The first thing I want is toast. Um, My sister-in-law come to see me after this surgery with some snacks, and she bought, like, chocolate and crisps. And honestly, I'd say my appetite is totally normal after surgery, but... I don't think I'd want a huge meal, but I think I eat quite small meals anyway, so that seems normal to me. You wouldn't want to be feeling bloated. Uh, How I used CBD in my recovery. So I've taken CBD for sleep for quite a while, but some doctors advised me to stop taking it and all my other supplements just before my surgery, and it's just to be on the safe side, so I did. But I do really struggle with sleep, so I started taking CBD 
after the surgery to help me relax. Um, a good night's sleep can just be the best thing for recovery. So I knew I wanted to continue taking that and to help my body recover quicker. So caring for my scar. So I just used the basic measures that every doctor is going to tell you to do. I kept it clean and dry. I changed the bandage daily. Limit activities. You can do a scar massage and you should ask your doctor to show you how to do this. And stretches and exercises as per your doctor's advice. Again, you really need to ask them to show you. This is just what I did, but I can't, I can't describe that over speaking or in a blog in writing. Your doctor does need to show you. So then I've got um, some pictures now on the blog about how my scar looks. So I didn't really know what to expect from open stomach surgery, having never met anyone that's had it. And I didn't look at my stomach till the day after the surgery. And I was, honestly, I was pretty shocked. Um, I actually described it to my friends as something from a horror show. But I want to give everyone some reassurance here. So the cut went down really fast. I had 32 staples. I had 16 taken out about a week after and the other 16 after about 10 days. So it started to get quite sore after this time because my body rejected them. So I was very, very pleased to get them out. So as soon as they were out, I could see how it was going to turn into a scar and fade. It looked a lot better. Honestly, you can just see how it will heal. So now there's a picture I'm looking at um, on the blog at the bottom, a year after surgery. You can see the scar, but it really doesn't bother me. And it can continue to fade. You can just see it fading and fading. And then I've got some pictures of 18 months post-op with my scar. And you can see where I've had keyhole and laparotomy. And honestly, it's, it's really not bad. So I hopefully it gives some people some confidence. Um, and a little bit on driving. So I waited around four weeks to drive. And it is best to check with your insurance company. But mine just said as long as you can do an emergency stop. And I felt completely fine to drive after four weeks. So just keep in mind that it would be painful on your stomach at first. So you wouldn't want to drive too soon after. And that's everything. Um, I'm really, really happy to answer any questions, though. I thank everyone for listening. I hope I've made somebody feel a little bit better. Um, but I'm happy to answer questions. If you wanted to email any, it's rachel at rremedy.co.uk. Or you can send us a message on Instagram. I'm usually at the other end of it. So that's at it's our remedy on Instagram. Thank you very, very much for listening today.